Hey, Bachelor Plan fam, and welcome back to episode five, week five. We're going to jump right into it because as we said as last week, we really thought that it was the start of a of of just a whole hot mess. And boy, were we right. This was really a dumpster fire episode. <laughs> we were so correct. We called it. We knew episode four was on the brink of all the drama that was going to explode. And that's what we saw this week. Yeah, we did. But um, before we get into the juice of Monday night's episode, we just want to clarify something about our podcast and all of our episodes. Yeah. So uh, here on the Batch of Plan, we don't start our episode by saying, hey, Batch of Plan fam, for no reason. It's because we honestly, truly view you, our listeners and the entire cast as like a part of our little Canadian bachelor family bubble. And we love trying to dissect the drama and all of the relationships with you guys. Yeah, and I know that our takes may sound heated at times. We really get into it, but please know that we have so much respect for each and every single cast member just for being so vulnerable on the show and for the receptiveness of this podcast. And, you know, all of our comments that we make about the cast is solely our opinions and it's just based on how we view the show. So we're definitely in no way commenting or questioning anyone's character or seeing any hateful things towards them personally. Yeah, and uh, we really want to clear that up because our promise to you guys, our supporters, and the whole cast is that we're still going to be your funny, silly gal pals that you're going to love listening to rant about paradise and, you know, all of its glories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now on to our regular scheduled programming. So yes, um, just a little recap of last week. What happened? Uh, we had some new arrivals. We had Party Paige. We had Anna. Uh, Paige had her date with Connor, and Anna had her date with Edward. So we thought that we would see more of that develop this week. Um, there was a lot of confrontation the way the episode ended last week. So we just thought that you know Paradise would start fresh on this episode, but we were like going into the episode last night and saying, "Oh, you know." Um, there's going to be some dust that's settled because it's about to get crazy. So maybe people are going to try to mend relationships that they have with each other. But a lot of things happened this week that things just explode. That's the best way for me to describe it. And we're going to start by mentioning how the episode starts, actually, because our co-host Lisa was talking last episode about how she loves Megan's dance moves. And little secret to all you listeners is that co-host Lisa actually loves dancing and just dancing videos in general and just the art of dancing, basically. I didn't know that Megan was such a good dancer. She really is. And that's why I want to bring it up how the episode started, because she just starts doing the line dance with Joey. <laughs> and I'm texting Lisa on the side. I'm like, there's no way the show just started with Megan dancing, because last episode, that's all we talked about at the end of our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. I was obsessed. Like we only saw a snippet of it, but I was so sad. I wanted to see more of it. Like I said it. Listen, I kind of, maybe they listened to us. Maybe know, they listened to us in the last episode and they're like, oh, we'll include that in. I love how Please include like, more. This show was recorded last year, but I'm like, please edit in Megan dancing. I really <laughs> want to see that happening. <laughs> but I feel like I manifested it into this episode. I was so happy. Like, oh, she's so good. Loved it so much. I hope to see more of it in the next couple episodes. And speaking of Megan, let's jump into it, okay? Because she is in a couple with Garrett. And though she's in a couple with him, it kind of still seems like there's a love triangle going on. Just because Garrett is kind of torn between two women. And in this episode, 
what I appreciated was that at least Garrett admitted that he was avoiding problems. Because to be honest, he was toying with two women. He wasn't just more on one woman's side. He was kind of giving reassurance to both. So at least he said that he was avoiding the problem because he wasn't confronting both women. He wasn't being honest with how they felt. Both women felt the same way towards him based off of the things that he was telling both women. So what's funny is that instead of Garrett, you know, going and clear this out with both women individually, Sam barges in and she tries to get to the bottom of it with Garrett. And because I guess the towing of the heart is annoying her <laughs> that she feels like she has to yeah. put him in his place. And I don't know. I was just like, why is Sam having the conversations that Garrett should be having with both girls? Yeah. Like it should have been him to you know to to say like let me let me have these conversations it's interesting because in the end throughout the episode we see that he kind of leans towards trying to pursue megan more seriously because you know he's spending more time with her he's kissing her but we just don't know if it's safe to say that it's 100 percent solid yet yeah. just because he was so torn between two women and now it kind of looks like he's siding with Megan, but as a viewer, we just don't know because things happen in a second. And I mean, there are new arrivals. Like we, we yeah. have no idea as we're going to get into this episode. I mean, when you think things are solid, they might not even be solid. So they might crumble right in front of our eyes. So exactly. we don't know. And uh, then we have another couple that I want to talk about, which is uh, Maria and Mattia. And their names sound so good together, by the way, like, maria mattia like yeah, the difference of so one close. letter yeah exactly. it's so close i love it like it flows so well but they weren't flowing well together unfortunately yeah <laughs> because maria is really into mattia but the problem is that everyone on the beach is trying to give her a clue to run the other direction <laughs> they're trying to tell her like look he's not into you as much as you're into him and she's taking it with a grain of salt and she's hearing it from a couple men. She's hearing it from a couple women. So eventually she sits him down, Mattia, to kind of discuss where they're at in their connection. So I kind of wanted to discuss, like, do you think that he completely changed his mind in 24 hours or was Maria just really invested? Because what we saw was Mattia being very upfront with Maria and saying there's no connection between us. Like, thank you for trying to pursue me and I'm flattered, but I'm going to be honest with you and say there's nothing here. And Maria was really, really, really hurt by that. She got emotional about it. She was crying about it. She said that she felt like he let her on. I think there's a lot to unpack in this because from the way that I saw it, obviously she was like super into him. He didn't necessarily lead her on. Maybe they were having conversations from the, the that whole week prior that obviously we didn't see and maybe it was kind of getting somewhere but again it maybe it was like slower um he seems to be a slow time mover type yeah exactly but i mean again there's nothing wrong with it but i think it's just the context and the environment that you're in that it can make it more difficult for you to open up especially for maria when it's her second time around and she kind of knows how it works so mm -hmm. it probably is a little bit harder because maybe she's looking for more but there's nothing more that he can give her and I think that, yeah. yes, it was very hard for her to hear that from him. And obviously she was very emotional. I think anyone would be because when you become that invested with someone and in your head, you really think that it's going to work and you're expecting these answers from this person and they don't give it back to you. It hurts. It does suck. Like, we're not going to lie. It sucks. 
it's mm-hmm. not something that you want to hear but he did tell it to her straight up he didn't sugarcoat it he was like you know what like i'm actually like not into this and like at the end of the day you you just want to hear that so that you know for yourself okay i can move on like maybe it's bad timing maybe it's yeah. whatever but you would rather that than him being like we'll see where this goes it's like you keep getting dragged on and on and it's just worse like that's how i looked at it from my perspective where I would have been probably just as upset as her for sure. Maybe if not more, God knows how I would have felt. But <laughs> I think at the end of it, I would have been like, you know what? It's so much better that he did it that way because as you see, like, you know, there's going to be new arrivals. Like she has the week, like, yeah, the men have the roses this week, but at least she can just explore a little bit more, just kind of like process that and then take it with the rest of the week and just see kind of where it goes. But yeah, like, Maybe some people will think that he looked maybe a little bit more like a little too laid back to the situation. And maybe he wasn't putting that much effort or whatever it is, but maybe that's just personality. You know, that's just how it is. And at the end of the day, if the two personalities, it's not a match. It could just be that it's not a match. There's nothing wrong with Maria. There's nothing wrong with Mattia. They don't don't match. That's what. Yeah, I think it's important that you're bringing up that he's laid back because maybe that's just not in tune with the way that Maria wants to be with a partner. Like maybe she just wanted more from him or she just wanted to feel interested or interested yeah. in by someone. And he just wasn't that for her. And yeah. I think it was better that he told her at that point. And yeah, it was blunt, but it's exactly like you said, I think in a couple of days in that environment, she'll start to realize, well, at least he told me before I could have gotten even more hurt. You know, and eventually they kind of just leave the conversation and walk away from each other. So as viewers, we're kind of meant to believe that they're probably not going to pick up anymore from wherever they left off. Like, I think they're just going to go their separate ways and which is fine. You know, like they tried, it didn't work out. And I think she listened to him properly and he expressed himself in a way that wasn't harsh or anything so hopefully they can still be friends like I would like to see them be friends at the end of this so they do walk away from each other and um Mattia though doesn't waste any time he starts you know realizing okay Maria's out let me talk to other women uh and then actually he gets approached by Paige so Paige was uh the new arrival from a couple episodes ago that goes on a date with Connor and now it's kind of clear that her and Connor don't really vibe. So she's into Mattia. So last episode, we were kind of discussing that I thought she was going to pick Mattia for the date initially. But I guess now that she kind of has a bit more freedom, she's going to go for it. So Paige swoops in. But again, Mattia and Paige are literally like hot and cold. Like they have such different personalities. Mattia's so laid back chill not worried nonchalant good vibe Paige is also good vibe but in such a loud way like she's ready well she's I was gonna say she's ready to party and her nickname is party Paige she's just very uh bubbly outgoing loud like uh life of the party type of vibe so she admits to Matias she's like oh you know I I had my eye on you from the minute I walked in uh, I'd like to get to know you better. And Mattia kind of shoots it down. So he admits to her, you are very pretty and all that stuff. And I'm flattered, but I just don't think we have a spark. I'm not attracted in that way. I'm not open 
to getting to know you for a relationship level. Like I just know myself and it's not going to work with us. So Paige gets mad. She's upset at this reaction from Mattia. And now I want to discuss it with you. Okay. Do you think that Mattia was right in saying, what's the point of opening up to you if you're not my type and I don't see anything with you? He was verbatim trying to ask her like, well, what harm is it that I'm telling you straight off the bat that I don't want to pursue you? Or do you think Paige was right in saying, well, you know what? Why aren't you opening yourself up to me? Why are you being closed off? Because I'm not your type. You know what I mean? So do you think that she has a right to stand up for her feelings in the way that she did? Or do you appreciate Mattia just kind of saying no from the get-go? Again, the there is a lot going on. A lot on to here. unpack. There is a lot because the personalities, it's just not like there is nothing wrong with them individually. Like they're both great people. And I, I like I have both like respect for both of them. And I think that they're they're each great. Like they each have their qualities that like they need to find someone that matches their energy. And I feel like she is so high energy and he's very like lower, like mellow type of thing. And like I understand where he's coming from, where if you do not have that initial feeling and that spark with someone, why are you going to talk to them? Especially like if he seems like maybe a little bit more introverted from on this show, maybe in this environment. So for him, maybe it's more difficult for him to open up and like just sit down and have a conversation with someone. If in his head, he's just thinking, I want to leave or I don't know, like he's just not into it. And if he's not into it, then that's just the conversation will still go not go anywhere and Paige will probably yeah. still be upset because she is putting in even more effort than he is just to have a, a conversation with him and just to get to know him and it's not happening and I think that he told her bluntly again just like he told Maria but there was nothing really wrong with what he said just he, no. he really like there was no attack either like he just said you know like I'm I'm not into I'm not really into you like I'm sorry like this is not it and like she got extremely upset and like I get it because it's it's hard when you get turned down when you put yourself out there when you're not used to doing that you put everything out there you're being televised and it's probably mm-hmm. like embarrassing and it, it hurts your pride a little bit like I'm sure you, you want to get turned down by someone like that but it just wasn't a match I think the energy wise like even when he was walking away from it he just did not seem into it at all oh no he was starting to say things and oh she has screws loose and yeah that he was getting a bit heated he was getting a bit yeah he started to get heated because again but it it just escalated to that point and you're only human right so you're gonna say things in the moment that you feel but i think initially she needs someone to match her and he needs someone to match him like it just it just wasn't a match and at the end of the day at least they had that we got that out of the way right away so she will not have to, they both don't have to talk to each other for that long. And like, it's just, you know, it's done. They could throw it to the side. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think initially they both had the right idea where she's like, I'm going to put myself out there and talk to him. And he's saying, well, I'm going to put a stop to this before it even gets somewhere. Cause there's no point. But I do understand where Paige is coming from because she probably feels like, well, what the hell? I'm trying to get to know this guy and why just because I'm not his type and I'm extroverted and I look a certain way, he's not going to even try to have a conversation with me in a more than a platonic way. So, I mean, I get both ways, but it was just 
messy and if the first conversation you're trying to have gets that messy then clearly it's because your personalities are way too different to even try to make some sort of romantic relationship you know yeah so they're clearly not an item and I really thought last episode like that they were gonna eventually get there because of the interest that Paige showed in him so I was excited at the beginning of the episode like oh yeah they finally get to talk but it just went south but again it went south but at least in their best interest because now yeah they had a little bit of a dispute but they're very certain now that they're not for each other and so they can look for other matches you know exactly yeah and speaking of another match uh for a couple episodes we've been seeing joey and celine really get along they're both from alberta i love joey and celine together i think she balances them out it's a really nice couple to watch but unfortunately joey starts feeling like he's settling down too quick with her he doesn't like the mentality that he's going through he doesn't like that he feels like he's tied down he's not ready to settle down with Celine. he feels like he's diving in too hard too quick so what's his solution (laughs) makes out with Paige. (laughs) so he starts making out with Paige. well they start talking and they both decide and say oh let's see what there is here and they start to make out and i have to say Another clap moment for Paige because she kind of put Joey in his place and she kind of put Joey in line like right after they made out. And I'm really impressed with what Paige said in that scene because she kissed him and whatever. And then she kind of said, well, look, we tried and I'm just going to not continue this because you have an amazing woman here. She's your type. I know I'm not your type. And she kind of said, like, you know, you're doing this when you have someone that's waiting for you. Like, why even bother? Like, just go back to her. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, she handled that very maturely. And she handled it in a way where I feel like she was looking out for Joey as well, which was cool. I I enjoyed watching her reason because obviously they're portraying Paige as somebody that's like, woo, let's party, let's take shots. But when I saw her sit down with him and, like, have a conversation – it's like, yeah, they just made out, but then she flipped a switch and she kind of just realized what happened and talked some sense into Joey and herself. And I was like, oh, wow, like she's very in tune with her emotions. And I feel like she's very in tune when it comes to being in relationships with guys, which is why I think she reacted to Matia that way, because right away she felt, oh, he's being closed off because I'm not his type. Red flag. Why not? Why isn't he being open? Like, why are you here if you're not being open? So I feel like she has a good sense to that stuff, but maybe it comes off a bit wild because she is party page but anyways i just thought she really explained herself well with joey after they made out yeah but i i just wanted to say also like you know she she did put him in line after that and was like yeah listen you know like just you have a a good really really amazing girl and i just thought it was so ironic and so funny that she said that and the night just turned into a absolute dumpster fire (laughs) yeah this is where our dumpster fire comes in because i mean she makes out with him but then joey's like i want more of this this is fun and he starts making out with sam but like crazy making out like you know when you're watching something and you feel like you have to turn the other way yeah because you feel like you're invading their space but also you can't help but look that's what it felt like watching joey and sam make out yeah and they would pull away from each other and be like we need to stop and then they would just like gravitate towards each other again 
maybe drinks were flowing. I don't know what the hell was in the water or what was in the air that night. But Joey was just making out with a bunch of chicks. And obviously, everyone is watching this freaking out. And the next morning, people try to debrief the makeout soiree <laughs> of the night before. And obviously, Celine is just feeling really bad. She's feeling really shitty. Like, she's watching the guy that she's crushing on have insane makeouts with girls that are her close friends. And this is something that she brings up with Sam because Sam kind of gets back into focus and she apologizes to Celine for kissing Joey. But Celine is actually reasoning well with all of it. And she's hearing Sam out, but she can't help but feel hurt. Like she was emotional about it. And I think she got emotional about it because I think Celine really undermined how much she was crushing on Joey. Hence, everything hitting her hard plus you're watching a really good friend of yours make out with the guy that you're crushing hard on you put all of those together and obviously you're gonna be going through a lot of emotions you know yeah she's she's definitely allowed to feel that way like it it totally Mm -hmm. makes sense i think everyone was just really confused too with how it was how everything was just unraveling the whole night was just going on like that and you couldn't even keep up i mean it makes sense. Like she, she's definitely going to feel that way. Um, but I just want to say that he apologized. Like as soon as that whole thing ended, he did go up to her and obviously he knew that there was no excuse for what he did. And Mm -hmm. as much as she can hate him for that, for what he did, I mean, he said it, he really said it. And there's nothing more that he could have done. And he knew that she knew that, but he had the decency to at least tell her, and he did apologize to her right away. That that I commend him for that because I oh yeah like I commend him on just that run too. away from that and just try to avoid it and say something yeah. else or like she came on to me. He was like, "Yep, this was me. That was all me." And yeah, he was so so honest about it. And we yeah. actually mentioned how Joey. We feel like he's a very honest person, and we really saw that in the way he apologized to Celine. He did not say that anything was wrong with what she was accusing him of. He's like, yeah, I was being an idiot. I was sloppy. I did hurt you. And I'm so sorry for that. You're such a good person. You're a good girl. You're a good human. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve what I did to you. Yeah. Ergo, you don't deserve me. The least that you could do is take ownership of your actions exactly. and at least apologize. Yeah, so, yeah which is what he did. That. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's what we saw. It's what he did. And again, it's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of cameras around you. You're on a TV show to do a certain thing for an audience and even Joey, he he's just himself a guy that loves to flirt. He loves to try to pick up girls. He loves to kiss. He's admitted it, you know? So obviously if he's feeling tied down, like you're going to react in a toxic way. It's, it's not something that is so uncommon. Like people sometimes do this and yeah, you know, what counts is how you reprimand yourself from it. So he apologized and I appreciated it. And I, I, think Celine did as well it felt very sincere coming from him he took 100% ownership which was very nice to see a man do so some more couple drama that we see is between the love square I'll call it the love square at this point because it involves four people there's Lisa Cole Connor and Sam so I want to talk about the fact that in this episode Lisa brought up having to narrow down soon and I was like 
Yes, Lisa, because this is exactly what I had mentioned last episode, because I was so on the Lisa and Connor train. And I was saying, well, you know, she admits herself that she cannot picture paradise without Connor. And she admits that Connor's in her type and all that stuff. So I was saying, like, why doesn't she just pick him? You know, now it down to him. But, you know, obviously she wasn't ready at the time. But now in this episode, we see that she's kind of getting ready to realize that she wants to make a decision and narrow down to just one connection. And I always thought that Lisa would have stayed with Connor. Um, but it's weird to watch now because it's like the more that she spends time with Cole, the more that she feels like maybe he's the better match for her. And I would have never saw that coming because... I was so uh, understanding. I was so understanding of where she was coming from with Connor. But you know what? Maybe the more that she talked to Cole, maybe she thought I would go for someone like this, but maybe that person won't go for me. So she always kind of reserved herself to just being safe with Connor. But honestly, the more that I was watching Cole and Lisa this episode, the more that I was like, I get it. They do have this like unspoken crazy chemistry and I don't even know how to define it but when I watch them together I'm like he's bringing out a good side of her and she's bringing out a good side of him and they complement each other so well and it was funny because in the episode he was talking about how like he pictures coming home to her and like watching a movie on the couch together and Lisa was like Cole do not say that to me because I will fall in love with you and it's so true like if you feel that with someone you need to pursue it. You know, if it's making you happy and you see stuff like that and that's what you want, pursue it. But the thing is, Cole is undecided too. So it's just this like weird triangle because everybody knows how they feel about others, but they just don't know how to make a decision on each other. I know. I feel like everybody this season is just super undecided and has at least two people kind of just there on both sides and it's yeah. like they just want to like further deepen that connection to see which person is the right one for them but I think it makes it so much harder and again I when Cole was telling Lisa all of those things I was like be careful be careful mm-hmm. don't say that don't say that because you did not choose to stay with her like you did not yeah get like don't tell her that because I was like, oh, my God, is he going to go to Sam and say that now again, too, or like reassure her because I don't like that. Like, I, I understand the confusion, but it, and I understand that whole like he doesn't know how to say no to people. Maybe he's like yeah. a people pleaser or whatever yeah. the case is, but you can do that when it comes to a relationship and other people's feelings when they're both fighting like kind of hard for you. And mm-hmm. it's not no like you can't do that you can't. <laughs> no but it's true because you know why we're also seeing this as a realistic perspective like I understand that they're on paradise and they want to go to the immense extent to make sure that they're picking the person that's really for them and they want to explore everything of course it's hard as a viewer because you're like oh my god like can you just pick one and, and yeah. move along but I get it you know like they're trying to see all of their options you know but and good for them for exploring everything but yeah it's confusing as a viewer because moments later we see during the episode that cole eventually tells sam i like you more than lisa yeah i want to pursue you but then like moments later in an itm where he's just confessing and doing a confessional in, in by himself in the room 
he confesses the exact opposite. He's like, oh, wait, shoot. Am I being honest with myself? Maybe I shouldn't have told that to Sam. Maybe I actually kind of like Lisa. So it's like, gather your thoughts before you try to mend with both women. You know, like, I feel like they're not taking enough time to just be with themselves and think and reflect. Because it's like, you're doing one thing and then you're saying another thing and then you're saying, oh, shoot, maybe I shouldn't have said that. And it just messes with people's heads. And I feel like that's what I'm watching. I'm just watching people like, yes, trying to live their life and trying to find a connection. But you also see the messes that are going on in people's heads. And I don't know, it's just, it's it's crazy. Yeah, but I want to say the same thing where, you know, like Lisa has always been honest, where she did sit with herself and she did tell Connor, like, I actually chose you because I couldn't see paradise without you. And it was when he thought it was between him and Jake. Mm -hmm. And she obviously didn't lie about that. Like she thought that through, like, I understand it was a last minute decision, but ultimately he was the choice. She chose him Mm -hmm. and she, she thought of it and she made, she had to make that choice. So like, even at that, right. Like she had to think of that. She had to think that through And I think like, because maybe he wasn't sure about it either. Well, then why would she continue pursuing him? Obviously she's going to have her other option open with Cole because clearly he didn't feel like he trusted her with that. Yeah, that's true. So there was like a lack of trust there because I mean, she was, she's honest. Like she, she's she's always been honest with everything she said. You could tell she's always straight up with everybody. Like, yeah, because Connor was kind of unamused at the fact that Lisa was having such a hard time choosing so again, it's like things fall out so quickly and little arguments can really like decide your fate in this type of environment. So it, like I said before, it's, it's it's so crazy to watch, but it's very entertaining because yes, I know it's a TV show, but these are real people with real feelings. So it's interesting to see like, how are they navigating this in an environment that's really not close to anything like the real world? You know, obviously they're on a TV show. They have no connection to the outside world. So it's tough. It's rough out there. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about how Sam was coming off in this love square. Because even though she had that whole fiasco with Joey and they kind of just like acted on lust in the moment and stuff, she kind of admitted that she really wants to pursue Cole. She's actually very serious about Cole. If there's anybody that she wants to leave the show with and pursue a romantic relationship with outside of paradise she wants it to be cool and because she feels this way people think that she's coming off as being really blunt and assertive and like she's marking her territory to me i don't know if sam is reaching too hard or if she's doing the most because it it, again it's another debate like do we think it's good for sam to be assertive because she's trying to pursue someone that she cares about or is she doing too much because He's also not committing to her. And I don't know. It's just so much that we can debrief right now. There's there's so many points. There's so many sides that you can possibly view the situation from. I know. And it's so confusing because, again, I feel like as a viewer, we're not really getting the full picture of what's happening because it's like she woke up that morning and spoke to Cole and decides she's going to pursue him. But the night before was a whole makeout fiasco. And it's like... I don't know. I just like what did that spark something in her that made her realize? But 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 then she kept forcing Lisa to kiss Cole. 
Yeah, to like make things even. It was so weird. That night was a weird fiasco. I just thought that that wasn't okay. Like, it's not because it's even. I don't know. Like, I don't even know if I can have a full opinion on this. It's it's tough. Like, this week is crazy. I am just so confused. Like, I feel like I need to see next week because I don't really. I don't know what's going on. Like, (laughs) I don't even know if she's reaching, like, if she's going too far, if she's really marking or being assertive. I, I really like. I feel like I can't answer the question. I know it's crazy. Like, it's it's. Like, I can't I either. Really like, I feel like everyone is just doing the same type of thing where they're just mm-hmm. trying to see where it goes, and it's like you want to be a little assertive, but also people are still keeping their options open. So, yeah. how assertive can you be? Because then, if you're too assertive and you want to go on a date with somebody else, then you can't do like you know what I mean. It looks yeah. bad. So, I don't know. It's really tough to try to understand what exactly is going on. And let's not forget, this is episode five. So we are in the middle of things and we are in the thick of it. So if there's any point in time that we're going to have to debrief and be confused and try to figure out who's really genuine with who, it's now. And that's what we're trying to do. And of course, to kind of make things even more of a fiasco and kind of shake more things up. The show decides, oh, let's send in someone new. <laughs> so we have a new arrival that comes onto the beach, and her name is Tessa. And she was on Clayton's season of The Bachelor on the American franchise. And I don't remember if she was out the first night or the second night. I think it was the first. And I just remember her being really sweet. Like when she was leaving, she was saying things like, I just tried my best. And like, I don't know if I'm adequate to all these beautiful women. And I was like, oh my God, first of all, you are. And she's stunning. She's stunning. And when she walked on that beach in paradise, like the Canadian one there, she, everyone was stunned by her beauty. Like she is so pretty. Yeah. As they should be. She's so pretty. She was so sweet. She was very soft-spoken. It's kind of like what I saw on Clayton season. So I wasn't shocked that everybody was, taken aback by her sweetness or like how cute she was and all that stuff and so immediately when she walks on the beach of course like all the women are you know introducing themselves and stuff and the men are too and almost all of the men are like taking an interest in her even the men that you think are coupled up and would never turn uh austin for example his head turned too and everyone thinks like oh yeah chelsea and chelsea and austin they're like the married couple at this point but no like even tessa got his head turning you know and what's funny is when tessa and connor started speaking because obviously you know tessa's doing the rounds and talking to all the men she starts explaining her workout routine for some reason they got on the topic of working out i guess and she starts explaining how she dance jumps for her, for her like workout routines for to, for doing cardio and stuff and Tessa if you're listening to this that looks so fun yeah. please drop a routine like I want to see if there's a YouTube anywhere. video yeah like something because <laughs> I was watching that and like I, I feel like I could do that for like three hours I feel like yeah I feel like that's <laughs> no? something that it's gonna you don't realize how much time has passed yeah and it's good for you because With the you're right like, oh my god exactly like oh my god i've been doing this for x amount of hours and and benefiting from it i don't know it looks really fun i don't know if it's just like regular dance jumping the way she described it like a whole scheduled workout routine tessa drop it online because i i will follow it yeah i want to try this out yeah and um she starts obviously talking to other men 
And then she starts talking to Austin. Austin's really vibing with her. And Chelsea's like, oh my god, no. Tessa's Austin's type. Why Why are they talking? And she starts, like, questioning everything. Oh my god. As soon as Austin started talking to Tessa, she started being less affectionate with me. What's going on? What's going on? And honestly, Chelsea, same. Same. Because if I were you in that situation, I would be so observant to the little things that change with my relationship and it just got me thinking like Chelsea's being so real for that reaction because that would be me so hard yeah I think because of how long they've been together and it didn't help that the night before they like spent the night together so it's like Mm -hmm. in the boom boom room (laughs) yeah it just it makes it so much worse so definitely makes sense that she was spiraling and she even told him you know at least she told him yeah that's it like so I, I get it. I was like, Chelsea, I really feel for you in this moment. And I'm sure a lot of other women do too. And what ends up happening is Tessa really has a good conversation with Joey. She decides to take him on the date because all new arrivals are coming in with these date cards. And it was a really, really bougie, cool date. It looked really fancy, really expensive. They took a really nice helicopter ride. They had beautiful views of the water And then they went to like this jewelry shop and she was trying on rings and earrings and necklaces, like diamonds. It was really, really pretty. And it was a a really bougie type of date. And um, they they really seemed to get along. I haven't seen, I will admit, I haven't seen a couple be that giddy around each other. Like he was so shy. He was like a little boy around her. And I was like, I love this because it was so cute. And it was like reminding me of a young love moment between them because he's so not that type. He's so loud and out there and extroverted. But with her, oh, she grounded him and he was trapped in Tessa. Okay. And I'm watching this and I'm like, oh man, this guy's going to fall hard because he's never acted like that with any of the other women on the beach so far. Yeah. Yeah. I I, bet. It's so funny to me when they were approaching the helicopter and he started getting a little scared because he doesn't do well with heights. And I was just thinking if I was in that helicopter like him, the way that I would have blacked out and just passed out and I would not have made it. I would have woken up and we would have been at the jewelry shop. I would have been like, cool, (laughs) we made it, I guess. I don't know. Like I and and even when she was asking him if he did well with heights and he he was like, oh, no, no, no. And I just I wanted to see like how he reacted. And he was just so obsessed with her. Yeah, he really was. Her, and he was yeah. completely fine. Give a shout out to Joey because he did a great job. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I really think Tessa helped with that. I really yeah. think she put yeah. his fears aside and they were having really cute banter with each other. And then they kissed. And it was so precious because Joey was talking about the kiss in ITM and he confesses that it was the craziest first kiss he's ever had. And I'm sorry, but for him to admit that, that's like really special. I know. It's so really cute. special because he has admitted he's he kisses girls all the time. Like, it's just his personality. But when he stopped to think like, wait, this girl's like changing a lot of my perspective. Like, I really enjoyed our kiss. It was the craziest first kiss I've ever had in my life. I was like, this is a couple that we need to start watching out for mark my words that's how I feel do you feel the same as me (laughs) yeah because this is not the normal way that we've seen Joey no even in the past even in season one I I don't think he's ever been like this no he was really nervous which is crazy it was so funny to see him in that way 
Yeah, because you don't see him that way normally. Yeah, but I'm I'm curious to see next week what's gonna happen and and how it's gonna go about. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, while they were on that beautiful fancy date, we go back to the resort and see that the rest of the cast is playing dirty charades. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, honestly, they are. <laughs> honestly, I really would have wished that Joey would have actually been there because I feel like it would have been so much funnier. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, this is the worst time to send joey on a date can you imagine joey and dirty charades that would be the funniest oh my god funniest most entertaining part of the whole season probably that was definitely a missed opportunity like (laughs) he should have been there because he would have he would have been so good at that he would have killed it yeah it was fun to see i wish i saw more of it to be honest like I wish they there's so many scenes that I wish they would just extend because yeah. I feel like we get to see more of their characters more of like a relaxed version of the cast and that would have been so funny to see like more of it play out anyways yeah. but it was it was fun to watch it was a nice activity to include in the episode because there was so much going on with relationships and that was a good like break moment where we could just laugh at them and yeah. see them having a good time as a group all together. Yeah, it was a solid like two minutes where everyone seemed like they were just getting along and everything was fine. And like, I do appreciate those moments. And that's why I like to talk about them on here with you, because I feel like we don't really get many of them and everything is kind of cut very short. So it's always nice to just like get a glimpse into that. But other than that, I mean, we have reached the end here of this episode. We have finally finished recapping all of the drama that happened. Um, Crazy. Yeah. So what was your favorite moment of this whole episode? Mm, my favorite. Okay. My favorite moment was when Tessa and Joey were on the date and they were talking about like who they are, where do you come from? What do you do? And Tessa admits that she's a musician. And then Joey's like, oh my gosh, like I actually took up singing and playing guitar not too long ago. I like writing songs when I feel like I'm in a bad mood and it just like releases my bad energy and all that stuff and he started talking about how much music means to him and she obviously responded to that very well and they both bonded on using music as therapy for themselves and I really liked watching that because I can personally relate to it and for me like music is such a large part of my life and watching two people bond on that just makes me really happy because I understood where they were coming from Because from my personal experience, I know that if music was not in my life, like, I really don't know where I would be at this point. Like, it guides me. It helps me when I'm happy. I turn on music when I'm sad. I turn on music when I'm confused. I turn on music. So it was just really nice to see them talk about it. And I don't know, I kind of felt like a part of me was part of that conversation. I'm like, yes, like, I I love music, too. And I don't know, it was just really, it was really nice to see yeah, I know. I love that moment too. It was so cute. And I just found there was such a genuine bond between I them. just I just love when people bond on music. And what was your favorite moment? Um, mine was when uh Celine and Mattia were talking on the little chairs, and you can just see that they had this best friend bond that was forming. I thought it was so cute because again, it shows that more personal connection mm-hmm. that we don't really get a chance mm-hmm. to see and despite the fact that Celine did say like yeah he's hot and whatever like 
I think she still also appreciates that friendship. I mean, from my point of view, like that's yeah. how I saw it. And like, there was still that appreciation for having somebody there that was still a friend and she really got to know him. And I feel like she got to see that deeper level of him compared to how other people were able to see him. But it was just so nice. Like, it was just so cute to see like a guy and a girl on the show. Like they're just friends. Like, yeah, she got bro zoned. Okay, sure. <laughs> but at the same time, it's still nice to see that. Like, I know what you mean, especially considering Matias' character. He's very closed off and reserved. And to see him kind of making a friend was really cute. There was yeah. no drama. And I thought it was so funny because they were discussing everything that had happened and saying it was like swingers paradise. I thought it was so funny because it was just like genuine of just them laughing and making jokes and just mm-hmm. kind of making light of the whole situation. And I don't know, it was such a cute, genuine friend moment. And I really loved that. So yeah, loved it too. Thank you. All right. So that is all for this week's episode. Thank you again so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you listeners that tunes in every week. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify. And we are now on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, I think. Uh, If we are not there already, we should be there soon. Yeah, come and hang out. Come and take a listen. Don't forget to follow us. And please review five stars. We would appreciate it. Yes, we would. And if you want to see some of our content, uh, we like to interact with you guys, play a lot of games online, considering the cast involved and we just like want to be engaged with you guys as much as possible. If you want to take a look at all that stuff, you could go on our TikTok and our Instagram. The handle for both of those is at the Bachelor Plan. Give it a follow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So thank you guys again. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.